Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we are delving into the timeless wisdom of Letters from a Stoic by the renowned Roman philosopher Seneca. Crafted as a series of insightful epistles to his friend Lucilius, these letters penned around 65 CE offer a compelling guide to personal ethics and self-improvement. Seneca, a master of Stoic philosophy, wrestles with the concept of the good life, urging us to live in harmony with nature and to eschew the snares of luxury and corruption. Through his advocacy for simplicity and virtue, Seneca sketches a path to happiness that resonates through the ages, a happiness not dependent on external factors but rooted in the fortitude and wisdom of the individual. Historians regard Seneca not only as a potent philosophical voice, but also as a significant playwright, statesman, and tutor to Emperor Nero. His dramatic end, compelled to take his own life after being accused of conspiracy, only heightens the drama that surrounds his life and work. This episode is a must-listen for history enthusiasts enchanted by the Roman era, for readers on a philosophical quest for meaningful living, and for anyone seeking the courage to transcend their fears and live a life of purpose. Join us as we explore Seneca's profound insights into human nature, morality, and the quest for contentment in Letters from a Stoic. Letters from a Stoic. Learn about the good life from a true Roman statesman. Introduction. Embrace wisdom from the past for today's good life. Have you ever considered that guidance on living a fulfilling life could come from ancient texts, sensuously rich in wisdom and surprisingly relevant? Seneca's letters from a Stoic bridge the centuries, offering timeless advice on life's biggest questions. This collection, penned by a Roman statesman nearly two millennia ago, addresses ageless dilemmas and provides practical solutions that resonate with our modern pursuits of a good life. Find your compass in philosophy's illuminating guidance. Seneca elevates philosophy from a lofty, scholarly pursuit to a practical tool for daily living. For him, philosophy isn't just about discussing abstract concepts. It's the key to unlocking wisdom and leading a life that's both morally sound and personally satisfying. His letters deliver a treasure trove of insights showing us how to cultivate a wise mind. Just as a compass guides a sailor, Seneca's philosophy shows us how to navigate life's tumultuous seas. Select your social circle with intention and care. As social beings, the company we keep can significantly influence our lives. Seneca emphasizes choosing friends judiciously, seeking those who elevate our character and whose virtues we can aspire to emulate. This isn't about status or wealth, but about the ethical and intellectual richness that others can contribute to our growth. By surrounding ourselves with the right people, we build an environment conducive to our betterment, weather life storms with a serene heart. Life is unpredictable and often presents us with challenges that can stir our emotions and test our resolve. How we respond to these trials can be the difference between turmoil and tranquility. Seneca offers wisdom on maintaining composure in the face of adversity. 
Through his thoughts, we explore the stoic practice of emotional resilience, fostering a calm mind and a heart undisturbed by the tempests of misfortune. By delving into Seneca's letters, we embark on a philosophical journey where ancient wisdom enlightens modern paths, reminding us that the pursuit of the good life is an art, an art refined with the brushstrokes of moderation, fellowship, and equanimity. So, listen closely as we unfold these messages from the past, and you might just find the keys to unlocking a richer, more profound experience of life today. Part 1. Discover the art of living simply, in tune with the essence of life. Picture the majestic grandeur of a dense forest, or the awe-inspiring beauty of a mountain cavern, untouched by human artifice. These natural wonders stir something within us, a reverence for the divine craftsmanship that shapes our world. Seneca suggests that this divine force is not just external, it's inherent within us, woven into the very fabric of our souls. Yet, while our souls connect us to this celestial essence, they remain beyond our ownership, like sunlight gracing the earth from afar. This perspective, however, guides us to focus on a realm we can influence, our minds. The mind is the cradle of individuality and the engine of rational thought, distinguishing us from animals and making each of us profoundly unique. It's here that we can work, refine, and perfect. Our ultimate task, as per Seneca, is the cultivation of wisdom, and it is through the dedication to our minds that we reach this lofty goal. Wisdom, then, is more than knowledge. It's an understanding of how to live in harmony with nature's rhythm, avoiding the excessive desires for wealth, indulgence, and recognition. Wise living means embracing simplicity and facing the natural cycles of life, acknowledging loss and mortality without fear. The route to such wisdom doesn't require Herculean feats of endless learning or isolating scholarship. Rather, it entails consistent, daily nurturing of the intellect. A commitment to study, not as a chore, but as the path to enlightenment, to insight, and to the recognition that aligning with nature is the pinnacle of rational existence. As we press on, we will delve into the subjects critical to your educational journey towards wisdom. It is in these themes that the secrets to living a good life, as intended by nature, are revealed. Let the voyage of study begin, and let us uncover, layer by layer, the profound simplicity at the heart of a wise and nature-aligned life. Part 2. The gateway to a virtuous and joyful existence is through philosophy. At its core, philosophy is the pursuit of truth in both the material realm and the transcendent sphere of the divine, a quest for understanding the very essence of existence. It's this endeavor that Seneca identifies as the cornerstone to a life of virtue and contentment. But how does the contemplation of truth lead us towards a better way of living? Envision philosophy as a beacon, shining its light through the murk of uncertainty and guiding us toward true insight. It equips us with the wisdom to make informed choices about our lives, stripping back the shadows cast by fear and desire. Consider our common trepidation toward death. Through the lens of philosophy, death is revealed not as an anomaly, but as a natural counterpoint to life, 
a component of the world's balance. Similarly, when we examine the impulses driving us to amass wealth or indulge excessively, philosophy unveils their transient nature, neither wealth nor pleasure hold the keys to lasting joy. As we align our actions with nature's principles, we find a genuine sense of happiness that is rooted in rational thought and simplicity. It's no surprise, then, that Seneca held philosophy in such high esteem, considering it the ultimate discipline. When compared to other fields of expertise, consider the merits of philosophy, the engineering marvels that birth sophisticated structures and the fine marbles that grace the halls of the affluent certainly have their appeal. Yet what importance do such luxuries hold? Tribes content with modest dwellings, simple pits carved from the earth, highlight the superfluous nature of extravagance, they find satisfaction in the essentials. Much like the unnecessary luxury for finding shelter, countless aspects of what we perceive as indispensable to happiness are in truth not. It is philosophy that clarifies this for us teaching us the value of frugality and appreciation for what truly matters. Then, take music, which orchestrates sounds into harmony, yet doesn't address the concord of the soul. Or geometry, mapping stars and quantifying land, but utterly silent on the resilience of a man, bereft of all possessions, yet still radiant with joy. To measure the dimensions of the spirit, we require philosophy. Hence, if wisdom is what you seek, Let philosophy be your foundation. Let it reveal the path nature has carved for us to confront fears, to cultivate equilibrium, and to discard the irrelevant in pursuit of authentic happiness. Engage with philosophy, and you open the door to a life rich with virtue and joy. Part 3. Embark on a philosophical journey with intention and depth. So you've made the commendable choice to delve into philosophy to unravel nature's intentions for our existence. But where to begin? You might consider venerating the classics, Zeno's Stoic foundations, or the profound musings of Aristotle and Plato. However, the approach to this study is crucial. Philosophy is not a discipline for the dilettante. It requires depth, dedication, and discernment. Imagine you're traveling across the globe hopping from one destination to another without pause. Sure, you've seen a lot, but what have you really learned? Just as travel demands more than a passing glance to truly understand a place, studying philosophy calls for more than a cursory reading. It requires an immersive dive. The strategy is simple. Select an eminent philosopher and dive deeply into his sea of thoughts. As you wade through his works, insights begin to crystallize, much like how repeatedly swimming in deeper waters strengthens your strokes. It's important, though, not to become shackled to a single philosopher, because truth is not the exclusive province of any one thinker. Consider the concept of beauty. It cannot be ascribed to a singular trait, like elegant wrists. Beauty emerges from the harmonious whole. Similarly, understanding philosophy means appreciating the collective wisdom of many minds, not just one. Moreover, true scholarship isn't about parroting the ancient philosophers. It's an exercise in active engagement. Children may memorize and recite, but adults must internalize and innovate. It is up to you to weigh the ideas of the great thinkers. 
to sift through their reasoning and to draw your own conclusions. Now, embarking on this path doesn't mean you'll outshine Socrates, but that's not the point. Truth is not a limited resource. It's vast and available for all who seek it. So adopt an active stance in your philosophical pursuits, wrestle with the ideas, and make your own contributions to the perpetual dialogue on the nature of the world. As you emerge with your personal interpretations, you're not just learning, you're becoming a philosopher in your own right, uncovering the layers of wisdom that teach us how to truly live. Part 4. Within your own mind lies the ultimate retreat for peace and well-being. There's a yearning that can take hold of us, an urge to wander, to seek out the new and the novel. And yet we often find ourselves returning with the same inner restlessness we hope to leave behind. This is because real tranquility doesn't derive from external wanderings, but from the cultivation and care of our innermost sanctuary, the mind. Your mind is the true place you inhabit. Like a ship at sea, it's not the breadth of the ocean that determines your well-being, but how well everything is secured within. A properly arranged mind can sail through life's tempests with grace. An unsettled one flounders at the mere hint of a wave. The quest for external calm, like a quiet house in the countryside, is futile if your mind is turbulent. No amount of external silence can soothe an agitated spirit. It shows us that tranquility isn't found. It's created, forged in the stillness of our own thoughts. Philosophy, particularly the Stoic kind, offers itself as a compass to navigate these internal seas and reach calm waters. According to Seneca, it's in living in tune with nature's design that we find our greatest peace. Moreover, a mind in harmony not only offers an anchor for the soul, but can act as a healer for the body. Good health, while a treasure, is not the sole component of a fulfilling life. Exercise serves a purpose, but when it turns into fixations with physical might or sculpted bodies, it becomes a distraction from the true work of perfecting the mind. When illness strikes, it's the strength of the mind, not muscles, that marks the path to recovery. It's the mind that holds steadfast against the tides of adversity, providing the resilience to persevere and the capacity to heal. Your mind is a dwelling more precious than any sanctuary built with hands. In its halls, you find not only repose and stability, but the fortitude to endure and thrive amid life's unpredictable storms. So cultivate your mind with the same fervor others might devote to worldly achievements, for it is the steadfast core of peace, health, and happiness. Part 5. Navigate away from the siren call of vice by anchoring in truth. In the vibrant tapestry of life, vice presents itself in many weaves and colors. Consider the Romans with their dark spectacles of gladiatorial combat, or the everyday excesses like overindulgence in wine that leads to regrettable behavior. The lure of laziness, too, entices many, leading to wasted days and lost potential. Vices are as varied as the individuals who succumb to them, from squandering wealth on transitory joys to the insatiable hunger for status and recognition. But amid this myriad of temptations, what is one's defense? The antidote to vice is a life lived in accordance with nature's designs. Vice finds fertile ground in the quest for superiority and the rejection of a simple, 
authentic existence. It's the craving to stand out that propels us towards conspicuous consumption, as we strive for distinction through fashion, luxury, and excess. What's more, vice masquerades in guileful garb. Those who presume they are the nearest to virtue are often the farthest from it. Let's draw an analogy with dreams. In the depths of slumber, when we drift through dreams unaware, we rarely grasp their significance. In waking life, being consumed by the pursuit of fleeting pleasures and evading minor discomforts, we become similarly oblivious to our true state of being. It is in this space of unawareness that vice festers unnoticed, eating away at our potential for living well. To wake from this stupor and resist vice, it takes more than just a casual effort. It requires a dedicated focus on the true essence of life. This focus is cultivated through the steady application of philosophy, which keeps our sights on what's necessary and beneficial, helping us chart a course away from the shallow gratification of vice and towards the deep, enduring rewards of a virtuous life. Part 6. Confront your fears head-on by practicing for the worst. What is it that keeps you up at night with worry? Is it the thought of losing your comfortable life and everything you've built. Face these fears squarely if you wish to advance on the path to wisdom. One of the most instructive exercises you can undertake is to acquaint yourself with poverty. Step into the shoes of those less fortunate by periodically dressing plainly and subsisting on the simplest of meals like coarse bread or basic porridge. Embracing this modest lifestyle, even briefly, teaches you a powerful lesson. The spectre of poverty is far less frightening once you understand that true contentment can arise from the humblest of circumstances. This experience is essential for fostering a resilient and well-tempered mind. Life is a theatre of change where fortunes can reverse without warning. Empires topple, the righteous suffer at the whims of fate, and acts of nature can erase cities in moments. Every beauty is matched with decay, every serenity with storm, such is the unpredictable play of existence. Within this landscape, the concept of fairness is inconsequential. All creatures and creations ride the tides of chance, buffeted by the unpredictable storms of fate. Take the example of a soldier. Even in the absence of war, soldiers live a life of relentless training, primed for the possibility of battle at any moment. This is how one should approach life's uncertainties. With the readiness for the worst, even amidst tranquility, embrace the possibility that all that you cherish could suddenly be lost. By anticipating the gravest turns of fate, you equip yourself to face misfortune not with dread, but with composure. And when life's capricious tides rise, your preparation will enable you to meet them with a smile. In this preparedness lies the key to maintaining a clear and serene mind, come what may. Part 7. Surround yourself with the right companions for a fuller life. The people with whom we share our lives can have an immeasurable impact on our well-being. Yet there are those who cast their personal struggles into the open for anyone to catch, while others keep their deepest thoughts from even their nearest and dearest. A Stoic, guided by wisdom, would navigate between these two extremes. So what's the Stoic's course of action when it comes to friendship? The twin principles are selection and trust. Friends are not merely mirrors reflecting our current selves, 
they are catalysts for our growth and betterment. Friendships, therefore, should be based on a foundation of trust and shared enlightenment. In choosing friends, prioritize those who are dependable and whose morals align with your own. Seek companions who are also on the quest for knowledge and virtue, as they will encourage you to ascend rather than drag you down into vice. Avoid those ensnared by vice, as their influence can be toxic. Associate with the deceitful or the unjust, and you risk adopting their flaws as your own. When you find individuals of robust character and shared values, open your life to them fully, for through such transparency, loyalty is reinforced. True friendship is anchored in respect and selflessness, and a wise person seeks not personal gain from these bonds, but the inherent value they offer. A Stoic, having learned the art of contentment alone, does not befriend out of necessity, but out of a recognition of friendship's own worth. Remember, friendships of convenience are fleeting. They scatter like dust in adversity. But those forged in mutual respect and virtue endure the test of time. Embrace the philosophy that friendships themselves enrich the tapestry of life, not merely as ornaments, but as integral threads in the pursuit of the good life. Part 8. Embrace aging and the inevitable approach of death with gratitude. Consider the ripe, juicy strawberries of late summer, signaling an end yet offering a burst of sweetness. Similarly, old age arrives with its own array of delights, ripe for the savouring, if only we can overcome the instinctive dread of death. Indeed, every cycle of life is but a segment in nature's grand continuum, and life itself is not exclusive or particularly remarkable. It is shared by all creatures and creations. To truly honour our journey, we should celebrate the time we have already been granted and welcome each new day with a spirit of thankfulness. Reflect on the practice of Pacuvius, who each night would ceremonially bid farewell to the day that passed with feasts and revelry, embracing his life in full. Though his methods may seem grandiose, his ethos holds a valuable lesson, to vanquish the fear of death and cherish the life we've experienced, treating every moment that follows as a gift. Death, ever impartial, comes to all. Accepting this, our aim should then be to meet death with dignity when it arrives. A life clung to for mere survival loses its luster. What is another taste of something we've known a hundred times or another day of obligations? We often forget that death is itself an obligation, a final act in the play of life. An honourable life finds its proper finale in an honourable departure. In the time of Seneca, the act of choosing a dignified end over a prolonged ignoble existence was respected, a concept personified by Tullius Marcellius, his own conclusion to life by relinquishing his worldly goods and electing a peaceful demise, exemplified a celebrated ending one carried out with grace and acceptance. This is the pivotal message, to age with gratitude, to face the end with courage, and to perceive the entirety of life, with all its ups and downs, joys and sorrows, as a journey worth treasuring until the very end. Final Summary Seneca's insights teach us that the essence of the good life lies in aligning our existence with the simple, unadorned principles of nature. This pursuit, while noble, 
isn't without its challenges. Temptation and vice are omnipresent, seeking to lead us astray, and only through diligent study and application of philosophy can we illuminate the true path and walk it with confidence. Philosophy, the beacon of truth, equips us to face life's adversities with a sense of equanimity. From navigating personal fears to managing the societal allure of excess, philosophy provides the wisdom to overcome and maintain inner peace. It is through this lens that we can confront the most daunting reality we face, our own mortality, and accept it with dignity and gratitude. Armed with philosophical teachings, our minds transform into bastions of tranquility, enabling us to weather the chaos of the external world. In essence, the book lays out a roadmap, guiding us toward a life of virtue, simplicity, and calm, a true reflection of what it means to live as nature intended. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.